Welcome back, I'm Roderick, and this is another episode of Rants About News Daily for Friday, October 13th, 2023. Because of the conflict between Gaza and Israel, I'm just going to hit on a couple of stories really quickly and then get to explaining that whole conflict. So here we go. Rudolf Isley died today at the age of 84. He was a member in the group, the Isley Brothers, the founding member for what I understand, and they made such hits as Shout, Twist and Shout, and The Heat Is On. Now, I know the Isley Brothers Ronald Isley from a whole different set of songs, the most familiar probably being In Between the Sheets, and that's what I knew them for, but this wasn't in that song list, so I'm thinking those guys came a little bit later, but rest in peace to Rudolph Isley, and you'll be missed. So the jury has reached a split verdict in the case involving the death of Elijah McClain. The jury found Randy Rodema guilty of neglect, homicide, and third-degree assault. Jason Rosenblatt was found not guilty of manslaughter and assault. Sentencing for Rodema is scheduled for January 5th. Steve Scalise withdraws from the House Speaker race after not getting enough House votes. He did win the GOP leadership vote, but didn't get the 217 votes he needed in the House vote to secure the win. So you know what this means. McCarthy is still in it. <laughs> He's still in it. So the war against Israel and Hamas. I'm just going to give like a timeline and some backstory to the whole situation to kind of give it some context. And maybe that'll help you get some understanding of what's going on because it definitely helped me doing a little bit of research. Here we go. All right, so starting off with the death toll, we have 1,300 Israelis and in retaliation, about 1,500 citizens of Gaza right now. All right, so I basically wanted to know a couple of things and I wrote them down and just did some research on the answers and I'll share that with you. So I wanted to know why are Hamas and Israel at odds? I wanted to know how were the attacks different from previous attacks because this is not the first time. I want to know what has been Israel's response to these attacks uh, should the response be so aggressive, considering the size of the force? Uh, I wanted to know, does Gaza deserve the attacks for what Hamas has done? So does the people of Gaza deserve all the, the punishment that they're going through right now and grief? Uh, are the U.S. and Israel allies? I wanted to know, does Hamas have allies? And I also wanted to know, how does the world see the conflict? So why are Hamas and Israel at odds? So it basically has to do with the Palestinians and the Israelis. The Palestinians and Israelis both have claims to the land that they both occupy, which is the problem. And since 1946 and the formation of the Islamic State, the Palestinians have been pushed into a corner uh, known as Gaza and Israel has taken occupation of the rest of Palestine. And that's kind of what the situation is currently today. And because they've been pushed into Gaza, they've had this militia force, this military force, which is Hamas, that's basically their freedom fighters. And they fight for the liberation of um, Palestine uh, from what they feel like of the oppressive Islamic state. And because of that whole conflict right there, you have the constant battle. The Islamic state attacks Hamas, Hamas attacks the Islamic state, and there's a constant back and forth. So how is this attack different from the normal back and forth that Israel and Hamas goes through? Um, from what I can understand from military experts, this attack was a little bit too successful. It was too well coordinated, too multifaceted and too merciless in nature to be treated as a normal attack. Uh, normally, you don't have ground troops and air raids going off for their particular back and forth. So you just have an airstrike. You might have some insurgents coming and trying to to pillage a town or two, but nothing on the scale that happened this past weekend. So this type of attack prompted a abnormal response. 
And my next question was, what has Israel's response been so far? And that response is, so they've initiated missile attacks on Gaza, where the incursion originated from. Um, they've initiated a siege on the city to where they're stopping all power, fuel, and water in and out of the city. So no one can even leave. There's blockades. But the Israeli military also issued a 24-hour evacuation notice. Uh, and everyone thinks that's in preparation for a ground invasion. But how can people escape if there is a blockade and a siege of the city going on. So that's a conflict they're going to have to figure out. Uh, and I think that's going to be a humanitarian headache uh, going forward as well. Next question is, should the response be so aggressive considering the size of the force? And this is something I hear a lot when I'm watching news and reading articles about this particular topic is that people feel like, why would you bombard Gaza, such a small area? And Gaza is small compared to, um, to Israel. And the forces are so small that they're up against. The Hamas forces are really just a small militia force. Uh, and, and Israel has a very capable military. They're a world power who has a very good military capable. They have access to very highly technological weapons. So, you know, their response in this, people are like, you're using a shotgun to kill a fly. My response to that would be, follow the Geneva Convention. So, so the Geneva Convention are a set of rules that govern humanitarian treatment of civilians in war. And one of those rules is you just don't take hostages. Um, and we can, you know, full stop right there. They've committed a lot of crimes against the Geneva Convention, but this one we know of for sure, they've taken hostages. And that's just something you don't do in war. Uh, the Geneva Convention is universally uh, accepted amongst the world's powers uh, as the governing rules for war. So Hamas definitely don't follow these rules and conventions. Uh, so there are rules to everything and, and war has its rules as well. The next question I had was, does Gaza deserve the attacks for what Hamas has done? So Gaza is the area where the attacks originated from. That's where Hamas is based out of. And Hamas is the ruling governing party in Gaza. Well, at least they were before the attacks. And so I thought, do the citizens of Gaza support Hamas? And I did some research on that. And it looks like over half the citizens polled in 2021 after the last major conflict they had there, um, they were in support largely of Hamas. So that's over half of your population in, in support of a of a basically a terrorist organization. So I'd say, yeah, if over half of your citizens support it, then you, you support that behavior. So if we go back to the original question, does Gaza deserve the attacks for what Hamas has done? Well, I guess it depends on how you look at it. If you're looking at it by do the citizens support it? Yes, they support it. And that answer for you may be yes. If you look at it like, well, a lot of citizens don't support it. And for those people, they don't deserve it. Well, I guess in that sense, then you might not agree with it. Um, so it just depends on how you look at it. So now I wanted to know about allies. Who who is condoning this behavior? Who is with the people who are doing this? Who's not with the people who are doing this? So the next question I had was, are the U.S. and Israel allies? Because I wanted to know who condones this behavior of Hamas, who condones the behavior of Israel, um, who's behind these people. And Israel is definitely an ally of the U.S., um, and I wanted to know after that, what was the U.S.'s response to this attack on Israel since they are allies? So according to the BBC News, U.S. President Joe Biden has said Israel has a right and a duty to respond to Hamas, in which he called their attacks a sheer act of evil. 
And earlier this week, the U.S. announced plans to move naval forces to the eastern Mediterranean, including aircraft carriers. We also have U.S. Air Force squadrons based in the region that are being bolstered with additional combat aircraft. Uh, I want to know also, does Hamas have allies? And they do. Allies of Hamas include Afghanistan, Algeria, Iran, Qatar, Syria, and their non-state allies would be Hezbollah. So the last question I want to know is, how does the world see this? You know, despite friends, allies, enemies, how does the world collectively see the conflict going on? And that varies from country to country. So a lot of countries overwhelmingly support an independent Palestine state. And they also <laughs> support uh, an independent Jewish state. So I don't think it's possible to justify picking a side, especially if you're not from that region. But right is right, in my opinion. Am I right or am I right? All right, everyone, that's the show for today. I appreciate you staying with me for as long as you have. I hope you got some information from that and some value for your time. If you did, join me again tomorrow. We'll do the same thing. Until then, have a good one.